0: Just a 4'11 girl trying to face the world but she doesn't really know what she's doing. She talks to lots of people just about their lives because Britney really doesn't like to babble about herself. Britney babbles.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Brittany Babbles, a podcast where I babble and you may or may not listen or learn anything from. So I hope you guys enjoy the little jingle at the beginning. So thanks to Thomas, we finally have a jingle. But today is the first episode of our new series, and it's called Brittany Bashes toxic masculinity but I'm like uh Brittany really doesn't like to babble that much so today I am here with my lovely manager Carolyn and Paige which you've heard from many times so without further ado let's talk about and bash toxic masculinity
2: hey I'm Carolyn Uh, luckily for Brittany I love to babble and I um, have been Objectified by men my entire life, so I have lots of stories about toxic masculinity. What about you, Paige?
0: Hi, I'm Paige. I am, you know, still getting into it uh, with the whole thing, but it's been quite a few years I've also been objectified by men.
2: Um, I developed at an early age. I, My body developed at an early age. By the time I was a freshman in high school, my boobs were a triple D, which is obscene i actually just had a breast reduction to to rectify that situation and i was just telling britney the first time i can remember being objectified by a man just in a way that made me say what are you doing i was a freshman in high school i was wearing a new skirt that i loved and i walked into class and one of the guys that i didn't know who was friends with my friend group but i hadn't met him yet looked at me and said that skirt's really tight on your ass. It looks like you're wearing a song. Can I see it? And I was mortified. I was like, I don't even know you. I I like I was I still like I was so embarrassed. I put a sweatshirt over my waist. I had no idea what to do. I didn't know what to say to anybody. I didn't know if I should tell like one of my friends what was happening. Like I was mortified because who feels like they can say something like that about somebody else's body? let alone that he he felt like it was okay to say something like that to me about my body um and it's honestly just been
1: happening ever since so yeah first I'd like to say what are your guys's like definition of toxic masculinity so like everyone listening is on the same page because I get a lot of questions and I'm like well I don't know how to like describe it like in a in a definition but like you just know when it happens so like how would you guys
0: describe toxic masculinity that is true like I wouldn't say I would have like a clear-cut definition but sometimes when things happen to me or like other women in my life I look at it and I can just easily point out like that's what I would consider toxic masculinity I think it's a very fluid thing
2: I would agree because I think it depends on how it makes you feel in the situation I personally feel like toxic masculinity comes a lot from the older generations when they say things like man up real men wear pink rub some dirt on it that's ladies work i can't even tell you how many times i've heard someone tell me to at work or anywhere else that i need to sweep because that's ladies work um i have a lot of seniors at work who will call me little girl or tell me that they need to talk to my boss because i'm a little girl who doesn't know what she's talking about i also feel like it is anytime a man whether you know them or not feels like they have ownership of your body is your doctor speaking to you or speaking to your spouse when you're in the room is my doctor telling me that my health concerns are real health concerns or that all I need to do is lose weight because that's also happened to me I had a female doctor tell me that my my um anxiety and ADHD was a real problem and that I needed to start medication and I had a male doctor tell me that all of my anxiety would be cured if I lost weight, which I also feel like is toxic masculinity because you wouldn't say that to a to a guy at the doctor. So, I I feel like well I feel like a lot of men are toxic if we're gonna be honest. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. definitely. The older I get, the more and more I see it, especially after my freshman year of college. Like, I. Everywhere, It's like they just, they're everywhere.
2: We are slowly getting away from it where the the younger generations are more woke than the older generations. But that frat boy mentality or like your dad is going to take care of things that happen. Like the frat boy old, like old boys club mentality is still very prevalent in most companies. And like, I mean, getting to the frat that your dad got into in college is a big deal. And then they overlook a lot of terrible things that happen. Because that's what they want. And I feel like that's just perpetuating toxic masculinity. I also feel like toxic masculinity is dudes who drive those big trucks with big tires and truck nuts. Because we all know you yeah. have a small penis. Oh,
1: yeah. I want to... I okay, my dream is to drive a truck, though. And then, like, get out. And, like, everyone see this, like, 4'11 girl. Step oh, out and they're like, oh, my god. I do that.
0: I drive my dad's truck to the grocery store sometimes. And, like, I'll see guys in, like, other trucks the same, you know, height as me, and they just look over, and then they look again, because they're, like, not expecting to see, like, a 16-year-old girl in it. Uh,
2: I also have driven a manual transmission my entire life, and I can't even tell you how many times I've had, like, guys be like, oh, yeah, I'll just move your car, and I'm like, well, it's a manual, and they're like, what do you mean you drive a manual? Shocked that I could drive a manual transmission. Mm -hmm which is appalling because it's something that is like expected of men and they always find it shocking when I when I tell them or like that I know decent normal like how to change the oil I know how to change a tire I know how to plug a tire my dad worked on cars so I know general knowledge of vehicles and it's always shocking to men I've had several mechanics actually tell me what I was like oh here x y and z is happening so this must be wrong with my car and they're like no, I don't think that's what's wrong. I don't think you really... And then that's exactly what's wrong with my car. And that is, I feel like, just one of the most blatant forms of toxic masculinity. Because how dare you tell me I don't know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, and also... I like how everyone makes, like, a gender. Like, oh, the guys are supposed to know what, how to do the cars. But the girls are supposed to keep in the kitchen. But I'm like, every human being should know how to change a tire. It shouldn't depend on what how you identify yourself like gender or sex or whatever like you need to live on your own. So I don't understand why it, you should just learn to be in the kitchen or just learn to be in the garage like.
2: Also, what happens if you move out and you can't do your own laundry? Like or like you don't know how to cook a, a meal. It's I want I my dad always made sure that we had the basic knowledge of like how to Like change a faucet, how to turn the water off in the house, like normal things. But my mom also made sure that my brother was learning how to cook at least five meals for a family. She made sure he knew how to do his dishes. She made sure he knew how to do his laundry because my parents weren't putting up with any of that like gender normative stereotype BS. Even these puddle jumpers, dude, I had to buy gender-neutral puddle jumpers because I had parents yelling at me when we only had pink or blue left because their kid was a girl or a boy and how could they wear how could they wear a pink puddle jumper as a boy? Well, you know what they're not going to do? Drown. Like, why does it matter what color it is?
1: I did not know that was happening. Oh, well, my God. I, I mean, it either. sounds like something that would happen at this pool. Oh, oh at so. this pool, of course. <laughs> but
2: legitimately, that's why I bought all of those teal ones and stuff and I've been trying to get away from, like, bright, like, gender-neutral... Like, or gender specific colors because people honest. I had a kid in here cry the other day because they didn't get the puddle jumper they wanted. Oh my God. And that's ridiculous to me. Your kid is three years old. They have absolutely no idea what being a girl or being a boy means. But you are pushing straight up tocu- toxic traits onto
0: them. When I was younger, I don't even like pink. I was like so against the idea of pink. I'm just now getting into pink and I'm like, college
2: Pink was my brother's favorite color as a child, and almost every man in our life assumed he was going to be gay, which is also toxic. Because yeah. my brother had two older sisters, so he liked the things we liked, and every man in my dad's life was like, You better get him out working on cars, you better get him out of that pink, because they just assumed that, yes, him playing Pretty Pretty Princess and enjoying it was gonna
1: make him gay. Also, I think those are the best guys, though. You know, like, When they, like, respect a woman, they know, like, oh, well, she's her own person. She has Mm -hmm. self-autonomy. You know, let her do her. And if I like doing what she does, I think I look for, like, I look for that in a man, you know? If he's like, oh, you can't do that because you're a woman, I'm like, why would I be with you then? If I can't do something, that's, I'm I'm literally my own person before I even met you, so...
2: And there's things that guys can do that I can't. Like, I don't have the strength of a a man, and I know that. So there are times where, like, I physically can't do the things that my husband can do and that he can't physically do things that I can do because I have a smaller frame so I can get in places and do different things. But there's a huge difference between realizing I can't lift this couch by myself out of the basement and telling me that... I'm not going to be able to. I guess that's what makes me the most mad is when I want to try. When guys are like, you won't be able to do that. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to. Uh, watch me try. Watch me at least try. Because I get so... Oh, I get so mad when men tell me I can't do things. I also think toxic masculinity is when men think that they have autonomy over my body. I can't even tell you how many times I've had I, I, my boobs before I had my breast reduction. were a G. Very large. Very just like even... I there was no way to not have them be out there and I can't even tell you the amount of times that I've had guys walk up Like in the bar and either ask me what size my boobs were or if he could see them Or what do I do with them? Or oh your your husband must be a lucky guy what or Just like when you're trying to like pass somebody like brush up against them like men have always felt like they had a right to touch my body without any kind of consent just because of the way I looked and because of how media portrays women that had boobs the size I did which is disgusting and appalling and the fact that we are perpetuating that in young men is it makes me vomit it makes me vomit yeah I feel like I've
1: had I don't really have much like going for me but like because I'm so small like everyone thinks I'm so much younger than I am so they're like oh little girl or they like really they like demean me I'm like I'm I'm 19 years old like treat me like I'm an adult like I'm treating you like an adult why aren't you treating me the same way just because I'm shorter and smaller than you doesn't mean that I'm not capable of doing the same things that you are the amount of times I get asked if I'm a dwarf or if I'm a midget is ridiculous I'm like you can tell and I'm like first of all those are not the terms that you should be using second of all why are you asking me just straight out oh are you are you like a midget or something and I'm like I am just short I don't understand I didn't ask you about your height or anything so why are you demeaning me like why are you talking down to me not even just like Like, you're, like, physically talking down to me, but now it's, like, you just brought it to a whole new level, and so I don't really get, like, objectified by, like, my boobs or my butt, but, like, by my height, I've had so much discrimination towards my height, because, like, men are, like, oh, you're so small, you know, Mm -hmm. like,
0: I've had a whole different experience with that. I definitely got objectified, you know, especially my first year of college, I would say. But my least favorite way was definitely like when I was not expecting it, like in the workplace or if I was trying to play like a high school sport for my high school. When I was in high school, my junior year, I played water polo and it's co-ed. So I played against and played with mostly guys. And there were certain teams we would play against where the girls would be scared and they wouldn't want like time in the water because the guys would grab our suits underneath so the refs couldn't see it. And there was one specific team where there were issues where they were slapping our butts. And when girls would come out of the water, their ass would be red from guys slapping their butts underneath the water. When we were there to play a game, we weren't making it, you know, sexual or in any sort of way where they were. Like we were literally just trying to beat the other team. That that one stuck with me for a very long time. Um, I don't think in any sort of way that is right, especially when girls show up and they say, I can do what these guys can do. We can play co-ed. We can play in a high school league against them and compete. And the way they, you know, respond to that is by, you know, literally making girls so uncomfortable that they don't want to play with them. Um, That was just horrible. Another thing is that, you know, my other jobs, people have made slight comments towards me about, like, oh, when I get older, you know, like, hit me up when you get older. And I even had, like, a coworker once talk to me about, like, facts about becoming a stripper. And he told me, like, oh, if you ever become one, just make sure to let me know. And, like, this guy had a wife and kids. And I was like, you're kidding me. I'm like, I was literally just sitting there doing the dishes, and it's like, I didn't ask to be you know had these comments made about me or and I don't want to sit there and listen to them or any other woman for that matter like I it's my workplace and I don't want to feel unsafe in my workplace
2: it also starts literally with children's clothing because how many times do you see clothing with like tough like dad and girls will be like daddy's princess or daddy says no dating till I'm 18 do six-month-olds need baby bikinis no. Bikinis are meant to objectify adult women who can make the choice to put them on themselves. Mm-hmm. And up until a child is old enough, I don't, I honest to God, two-piece swimsuits for children appall me because why are you, like, why are you doing it? Like, there's no, like, there's no, like, boys' clothing is so, like, rough and tumble, basic, normal, there's nothing, mm-hmm. and they make even children's clothing to the point where it's, like, not sexualizing children, but it's, you're taking a piece of sexualized clothing, clothing for adults and making it kid size. Why? Why is that happening? I also see it a lot. I'm in my 30s. So I see it a lot with like my female friends will buy houses. And I've had I've heard so many people be like, I can't believe you did this on your own. That's amazing. Aren't you scared to live there by yourself, though? Or are you going to get a big dog? First of all, I can buy a house on my own. Thank you very much. Second of all, no, I didn't feel unsafe. But no one ever says that to a guy when they buy a house on their own. But if there's a single mom raising kids, people don't think twice of it. Or they're like, I wonder how she got herself in that situation. But when my brother-in-law was raising my niece by himself, everyone was like, oh, what an angel. I can't believe you're doing this on your own. This is so great of you to do. I'm so glad you she has such a... Not that he wasn't doing a good job and not that he wasn't stepping up. But why are we praising single dads for doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing? But we are straight up telling single moms that they are not equal or worthy or doing the same job is very frustrating to me
1: also okay like when everyone's like oh she asked for it like oh she asked to be sexually assaulted oh she asked for a guy to like objectify her just because what she was wearing like okay when a guy can wear when they roll their shorts up here like the guys roll their shorts up here no one no one questions that but like if a girl who like you know she's wearing a one piece wants to like shove it up her butt a little bit you know that's her choice but yet we get that so many yesterday. complaints about that happened
0: yesterday to me a mom came up to me and said something about one of the other lifeguards like swimsuits being scrunched up a little bit and she goes this is a family facility there's kids here she's wearing basically a thong are you gonna do something about that and i just said I didn't. I didn't know what she wanted me to do about it, but she was literally complaining to me about some other girl swimsuit. I'm like,
2: when you get into it though, it's like they're so. It's so ingrained in our society because if yeah. a girl gets pregnant when she's fifteen, they're like, how did this happen to her? How did she get herself in this situation? And no one thinks anything about the the dude. No one no. says anything to the dude, and like, uh, like female virginity is so like idealized and you're supposed to wait for the right person and you're sp- and they, we put such emphasis on how it's something special for you to give away and your worth is going to be less when you get rid of it and get rid of it quote unquote that's not even a thing when you start having sex your your worth is going to be less and guys get praised and high fived and mm-hmm. and you know their dads are buying them condoms when they have sex when they're 15 and girls are shamefully hiding it from people because they don't want people to know that they had sex which who cares everybody's having sex no one cares but why do we put such emphasis on how women need to save their virginity for the right quote-unquote right person
1: yeah or like okay i was like i was guarding the pool the other day and i this this teenage guy who was probably 15 talking to his friend he's like You know, I could definitely get with, like, so-and-so's sisters, like, all of them, knock them all up, and then be, like, the deadbeat dad of the family. I'm like, I, first, like, I cannot fathom, like, ever thinking like that in my life. And first of all, why are you saying, like, you're praising yourself for being a deadbeat dad? I'm like, I, I don't know who raised this kid, but... I don't know why he's, like, praising himself for, like, having sex with all the sisters of the family, getting them all pregnant, and then leaving them. I'm, I just, I don't know what goes through your mind saying, oh, that's okay, and that's really funny to do that.
2: I also still see it a lot in adult situations where, like, my friends are having children now, and so if we're at, like, a barbecue and my friend's husband is getting tanked because he wants to, everyone's like, oh, look at so-and-so tying one on again, but if the mom has two drinks they're like um shouldn't she be watching your children bitch what someone else can watch my kids my husband can watch my kids my friends can why am i getting shamed for this like why is this happening and it happens all the time all the time and it's ooh, it's so frustrating to me it's true oh my god now that i'm thinking about it there's just so many examples of just toxic men
0: it's literally everywhere and like even in college it's like fun you know like guys will think a lot of times if a girl gets really drunk she's just so annoying she's too much to handle but like if one of their best friends gets drunk they like egg them on they're like you know go chad go chad and then it's like if a girl gets that the same amount of drunk as the guy is it's like a problem and it's like they're just ruining the night and they have to leave or something
2: Is there a wet t-shirt contest for men? Do we have, like, wet swimsuit trunks because we want to see a a wiener? No. Mm -hmm. But there's always wet t-shirt contest. Is there Mm -hmm. a a Guys Gone Wild where it's dudes just flashing their, their junk? No. But it's fine for you to do that for women. And I feel like guys also feel like it's fine, like, at a party in college. It would happen where guys would be, like, trying to get girls to get their boobs out and, like, chanting or trying to get someone to do something and that's never, I've never had a group of girls be like, get it out, get it out, because no. no one cares, and no one wants, no. like, no one's gonna do that, so it's just so ingrained in the <laughs> men in our society to feel like it's okay for them to do these things, and, like, we're slowly getting to the point where guys are getting more, like, woke and realizing that they are,
0: Yeah.
2: it's not okay, and that their parents kind of <coughs> perpetuated this, and, like, mm-hmm made this a thing but Mm -hmm. like there's still so much work to be done
1: yeah like the commercializing of women you know like for the fast food like jack-in-a-box all the time advertising a burger with like this beautiful woman you know she has it all you know but I'm like it's a burger like why are you trying to sexualize a burger like I don't Mm -hmm. know how, how many burgers like how much more burgers are you selling with this advertisement? Does it need to objectify a woman in order to get your point across? Like, Well, it's the same as, like, a
2: dad bod is a thing now where everyone's like, oh, my God, I love a dad bod. I love a dad bod. I truly do love a dad bod. My husband has a dad bod, but he's not a dad. And everyone's like, that's fine. Dad bods are great. Dad bods are hot. But when a woman has a baby and has an actual mom bod, they're like, thank God she's been able to snap back into shape in six months. Look how great she looks. You can't even see but like you're an actual mom at that point you have a mom bod your body changed you didn't just get fat from drinking beer you straight up created a person and we're expected to get back like immediately back into shape and someone who doesn't even have children can be called a dad bod and still be found incredibly attractive by like like society like it's like a like a standard now
1: yeah yeah and also the fact that it's, like, from a young age, we're like, oh, when you have kids, when you have kids, oh, you're getting married, oh, when are you going to have kids? I'm like, why Why is everyone pushing me to have kids? Like, I think it should be if I have kids. Like, I talked about this in previous Brittany Babble episodes, but it's like... I don't know why it's so expected upon women to have children like you know like if you want to be a stay-at-home mom if you want to have kids go for it but also know that kids aren't like something you should just have for fun like it's a whole process like I I mean I'm a teenager so I don't really know exactly what it is like to have a kid and all the responsibilities to it but I'm like some parents I see like some of my friends parents I'm like they should not have had this kid because if they don't know how to like if they can't afford this kid why are they having
2: (coughs) or if you're gonna raise your son to be an asshole and think that it's okay for him to get away with things because he's a boy that's also an issue Mm. i didn't want to have kids until i met my husband honest to god was like i'm not gonna get married i'm not gonna have kids i'm not doing any of this i still i've told him multiple times that if i can't get pregnant naturally i will not we won't have children because i'm not going to try to do any kind of intervention because i think that's insane It's not insane. If people really want to have children and intervention is what they need, that is, I'm really glad that's an option. It's not something that I want to put my body through because I'm cool not having kids. And that is baffling to people when I'm like, because I was always like, well, if I get married, I get married. And if I don't, I don't care. And they were like, what do you, like, what do you mean? I was like, well, if I find someone that like is down for my lifestyle, I want someone who wants to do the same things as me, has the same plan as me. But if they don't want to get married, I don't need my last name changed to feel like we're committed and baffling. And I was like, well, as long as we can buy a house together and like, we're, you're on my life insurance, I'm on yours. Let's, we can make a life. That's fine. We don't, we can split all of our finances, but there are certain things that I need baffling. And when I was like, well, I mean, I'm I'm fine not having kids too oh my god carolyn are you sure i think it's just because you haven't met anybody and i did meet someone who makes me want to have children but it also took me almost a year of being with him before i decided i was comfortable having kids with him so like it is if a guy says one of one of my brother's friends got a vasectomy when he was 21. 21 went to the doctor and said I will never love anyone as much as I love myself I do not want to have children and they were fine with him getting a vasectomy at 21 but as a 32 year old woman if I went to my doctor and said I don't want to have kids can you tie my tubes I would have to have uh, my husband come in and confirm with them that I do not want to have children and I have to get my husband's permission to get my tubes tied my husband has more autonomy over my body than I do that's disgusting that is disgusting and if you're in your 20s they won't let you get your tubes tied unless you have two kids you have to have two kids, and your husband has to come in and say something.
1: I did not know that. I, I didn't guess. know that either. I, well, you have to. Have, you know. I guess it's just because <laughs> husband older. has
2: My husband has more autonomy over my body than I do. Ugh. That's disgusting. That is absolutely disgusting. The it's fact disgusting. that, and vasectomies are reversible, so if we're so worried about people getting pregnant, why aren't we stopping, starting this at the source and making men be held responsible for the things they do? Yeah.
0: And just, like, birth control. It is so much for women to have to go through. Like, I don't even know if, like, some men realize that, like, there are so many different things that, like, a woman could be going through. It, like, completely changes it. Like, sometimes it, like, completely alters their hormones to, like, be attracted to different things. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, I just feel like some men just don't even realize, like, everything they have to go, like... And there's much more simpler, you know, solutions out there, I'd say... Like a vasectomy or something and it doesn't affect men or their hormones or the moods or like it gives them any other physical symptoms and it would just be like so easy but it's just so engraved that this was like women's problem to you know prevent them from having kids when it takes two
2: well don't you know Paige? it's your responsibility to make sure that you don't get raped you're supposed to be making sure that you're vigilant you have your pepper spray you're watching where you're going going. you're dressed like a nun you are supposed to make sure that it, you don't, that's ridiculous, that that's how we train, like, that's how we train women.
0: That is, yeah, I hate it, and I've always kind of sort of rejected it when, like, people tell me that, I'm like, well, you know what, I'm like, I always say to them, I'm like, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what I'm wearing, Mm-mm. it doesn't matter where I'm at, what time of the day it is, it doesn't matter if I'm with, sometimes it doesn't matter, like, if I'm at a party, or if I'm with other girls, or if I'm even with another guy, if a guy decides they're going to rape someone, they're going to do it
2: you could be full on having sex with someone and say i i don't want to do this anymore stop and if they don't stop at that point that is no longer consensual and you are like you are being assaulted
0: and some states even have like laws i was reading up on it like they have laws that if you say yes at the beginning but then it starts and you change your mind and you say no it's still considered consent yeah and i i know that what? there's people yeah i saw like a headline i think it was like north carolina oh and it said makes that sense. like Yeah, it said that, like, at the beginning, you can have consent, but, like, if it's during the sex act and you, like, change your mind and say no, like, I read it on Instagram. I don't know how legit it is.
2: Okay, I'm disgusted by that.
0: But, yeah. Like, it was, like, all over, like, you know, people's stories and stuff. And even, like, um, they're, like, very quietly changing the laws in a lot of these states. Like, they made it, didn't they make it illegal to have abortions in Missouri after six weeks? It's the Harpy
2: law. It's eight weeks. And we eight only weeks. have, we only have, you know, abortion is a hot topic and yeah. I am pro-choice. I don't know if it's a choice I would make for myself, but I feel like it's a choice that everyone should be able to make. I've listened mm-hmm. to a lot of like podcasts and I've read a lot about it. And the CEO of Planned Parenthood has said that every single time that she is able to help a woman who needs intervention, like she needs an abortion, like a child or like a, anybody, mm-hmm. they, the, the girl has said. Thank you so much. You helped me get my dreams back. As soon as I found out that I was pregnant, my dreams were gone. I knew I wasn't going to be able to go to college. I knew Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to be able to do this. Mm -hmm. And not a single thing is ever done to that boy. His life isn't changed. No. And it's very frustrating that... Missouri is trying to make it to where an eight week you sometimes you don't even know you're pregnant for eight weeks yeah or yeah. We, the only place that you can get a legal abortion in Missouri right now is the Planned Parenthood downtown in St. Louis so what if you lived in the boot heel and your parents were broke and you were saving up money from your summer job to go get an abortion and you got to St. Louis and they were like oh by the way you're nine weeks we can't do this what's going to happen to the boy who got you pregnant nothing 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 and the fact that... And, like, why, why, why are we making it so hard for you to make a very hard decision for yourself? No one comes... No one, no one comes about the decision to get an abortion lightly. But least of all men. Because they yeah. don't care. I also had that... If we're going to talk about real toxic masculinity. I thought I was pregnant in high school and my boyfriend straight up said... He was adopted. And he was getting ready to go on the pro-life march in Washington. Oh, oh. And he said... I am too young to have a kid you need to get this taken care of call me when you have it figured out and blocked my number Mm -hmm.
0: especially high school boys I've heard stories and that's I'd say how the majority of them probably handle it
2: I was appalled I like I had never had someone just like think so little of like me and like my like like we had been dating for like six months and for him just to like throw throw me away. I mean, but it's so hard to fight. Straight up saying to get abortion while I'm gonna say like fight about how people should be getting abortions and I don't don't have time for this. We had a straight up dis of a president who was saying things like grab her by the p and everyone thought it was so funny and like Mm -hmm. that is the most toxic form of masculinity Mm -hmm. I can like your free world leader who was a reality TV star and has no credentials to be what he's doing is talking about how he sexually assaulted women on TV and you think it's funny.
1: But I know for a fact that there's going to be some guys listening to this or just any, any person in general being like, Oh, they're feminazis. Oh, Oh like the me too movement needs to end. And like, I hear some of our guy lifeguards say that in the break room, like, Oh, the me too, me too movement is such, it's like over the top. Like, I don't know why everyone needs to, like, make a big deal about it. I don't know why the women's rights need to rise above everything else. Like, why can't we all be equal? I'm like, do you understand what equality means? Because that's why we're rising up, you know? Because
2: when you turned 16, your parents gave you the keys to their car and said, have fun, don't do anything stupid. If you start drinking, call us. And when we turned 16, our parents said, okay, here's the keys. We put pepper spray on it. Watch where you're going. Make sure you're home by 10. It's a friend going with you. Do you know where you're going? What... Like, and then they track you too. At least oh, my yes. parents track me. Yeah, they
0: track
1: me too. So
2: it's there's just I mean even our parents have put it to where they you, they make us feel like we're gonna be attacked at all times.
0: I've never even gone like on a walk, like, even walking my dog in the daylight because I've always what well, I have, but every time I do, I always look behind me every mm-hmm. couple blocks because it's always been taught to like if you're walking alone, even if you're with a dog or alone at night, alone during the daytime, always check, to make sure. No one's following you, and like you know that big thing that came out a couple of months ago where it was like ninety seven percent of women, in some sort of way that's that was the Me Too movement, right? I don't get like has been like catcalled, sexually harassed, sexually assaulted, any of that. There was a study that came out in Britain, and out of the study of like the thousand women, or it was like ninety seven percent, they said in some way have been like catcalled, sexually assaulted, sexually harassed, or whatever. And there was a big pushback on social media of every guy saying, that's not real. That's not possible. And I've actually seen people when we were talking about it in college try to, like, debunk it. Or, like, try and debunk this study. And I'm like, it's a study that came out. Like, literally, by, like, it was, like, by a .gov website. I was, like, how can you de- de- debunk
2: it? Well, I mean, we say things, like, eight, like, I've heard people say about my eight-year-old niece. Like, oh, my God, look how pretty she is. You better watch out. You're going to be beating boys off with a stick. Yeah. She's eight. And it is true. She's gorgeous. But why would you put that on her as an eight-year-old? Yeah. And we are taught to be vigilant at all times, no matter where we are. Mm-hmm. I was at a, a bar several years ago. And when I got there, it was very busy. And when I I had to park at the, the street behind the bar, that was a little shady. But I got there and it was still crowded and it wasn't that late. And when I was leaving to pick one of my friends up, I was the DD. So I was going to pick my friends up somewhere else. It was like 1 a.m. It was dark and there was no one on the streets. And I was like, great. So I went back in the bar, put my purse inside my coat and zipped my coat up because that's how we're trained as a females. Mm-hmm. Zipped my purse up in my coat. And as I was walking, this dude started walking behind me and he was far enough away that it made me feel like semi comfortable because there was someone behind me, but close enough that if I wasn't paying attention, he could have run up and like tackled me. Mm -hmm. And so I called my friend that I was meeting and was like, hey, I'm gonna be there in 10 minutes. Stay on the phone with me. And he was like, why? And I was like, I am walking and I'm at the intersection of, and I would name the the street. And he was like, why are you talking to me? And I was like, there's no one on the street. I'm in the grove. I'm nervous. There's a dude behind me. I'm at the intersection of whatever. And he goes, Well, what do you want me to do? And I was like, If I have to hang up, I need you to call the police. And he was like, Oh my God, are you, are like, are you, do you feel threatened? And I was like, I don't feel threatened, but there is a man I don't know walking 20 feet behind me who could attack me and I'm on a dark street. So I'm just going to keep telling you where I am. So if something happens, you can call the police. And he was mm-hmm. like, Oh my God, do you, oh my God, are you, should I? I was like, I'm, um, i'm fine now but like i got in my car and was like in like a cold sweat because like i shouldn't have to call someone and let them yeah. know my street locations just in case i get attacked by somebody but guys have never had to do that i just never so like my friend was literally completely baffled why i was calling him to mm-hmm. talk to him like that like had no idea and that's just it's what we're trained to do yeah. and men don't understand that discrepancy and so it's it's hard to explain what toxic masculinity is okay I have these two stickers on the front of my laptop carry yourself with the confidence of a mediocre white man because who gets farther in life than a mediocre white man and toxic masculinity ruins the party again and I have had three dudes ask me if I hate men because are you just one of those women who hates men and I was like Nah. what do you mean this is a good reminder that I can get anywhere your dumbass can and make the same amount of money because why are you making so much more money than I am? And this is a good reminder that you guys just ruin everything. Like, (laughs) old white (laughs) men ruin everything. So, like, why would you ask me if I hate men just because I have two stickers? Do I have a sticker on here that says I hate men?
1: Nope. Men are
2: the worst. I'm married to a man. My husband's a better feminist than I am, honest to God. But, like... Why is that your first, why is that your first reaction?
1: Yeah, I think it's like, accountability is great in all aspects of life. And you need to, like, make each gender, each sex accountable for, like, I'm not, like, I understand that men get catcalled. I understand that men, I'm sure they get objectified. I'm not saying they don't, but I'm saying that women are more, like, it's more ingrained in men to catcall women than for a woman to objectify a man.
2: When have you ever heard a man be called though? I don't know. But I can't even tell you how many times I've had people on the street be like, Hey, look at those legs! Well, let me see where that skirt goes! Or, like, like, ridiculous things. And the whole reason that men don't understand the equality gap is because, mm, I mean, mediocre white men have never had to worry about anything. They're- yeah,
1: I do too, but... <laughs> Dude, I'm
2: 32. I'm 32 years old. And they'll, like... Yeah. I I have said so many times. I felt like it took me turning 30 for men in like power in any like company that I've been in to take me seriously. Cuz when I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm 29." They'd be like, "Oh, she's in her 20s." And I was like, "29. Like what do you mean? I've been in the workforce for a long time." And as soon as I turned 30, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm 30." And they'd be like, "Oh." Like it took me turning 30 for men in the workforce to take me seriously. Eight full years of me being in the workforce full-time before men start taking me seriously
1: so everyone I hope that you enjoyed this wonderful podcast with some wonderful people and stay tuned because I will be talking to more powerful women in my life about their experiences with toxic masculinity and just for all of you men or non-feminist women um We are not feminazis, we are just here for equality. So thank you and have a great day. Bye.